I want to turn your attention to the book of Exodus. And I'm going to read three verses of scripture, Exodus 7 and 5, Exodus 10, and verses 1 through 2. And while you're turning there, I just, I just want to say that uh, we had probably one of the best camp meetings that I have been involved in in at least 30 years um, this week. So very, very powerful. And we are hearing those stories across the country. The enemy did everything he could to shut down uh, the church and to divide the people of God and to divide people in general. And Wednesday night was the first service we've had on the campground district-wide. They've had some youth camps and things like that. But as far as family camp and district-wide function, it was, the, it was the first service, and that was our North American mission service. It was very powerful, and then it just built from there up through the day services in Friday. Very large crowds during the day and powerful services every night. And I'm thankful for that. And my wife took a little sneak peek during church. She wasn't supposed to be on her phone, but she just reached down and she pulled up the live stream. And at the point she pulled it up, y'all were going bonkers <laughs> in this place. And she looked at me and she said, well, Brother Bourne's in town. <laughs> and um, Bishop Bourne and... And it, it looked like popcorn in here. And so we were, we were just excited. And, um, and he will be back tonight. Right. Amen. I told him, I said, are you sure they have a Sunday night service where you're going? I don't think they do. He said, I was told they did, I think. And, and then I said, well, if something changes, would you please call me back? And he got there, and he said, hey, I just got here, and I spoke to the pastor. They don't have a Sunday night service. I said, well, we do. I'll see you tomorrow night. So um, anyway, it's going to be fun tonight. We're going to have a great time. Exodus chapter 7, verse 5, And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when, everybody say when. when, when I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. Exodus 10 and 1, and the Lord said unto Moses, go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants that I might show these my signs before him and that thou mayest tell in the ears of thy son and of thy son's son what things I have wrought in Egypt and my signs which I have done among them that ye may know how that I am the Lord. Verse 5 said, The Egyptians shall know Verse 2 in chapter 10 said that ye may know how that I am the Lord. And I'm going to preach to you this morning from the subject, I'll prove it to you. Amen. 
Amen. If you're just glad to be in the house of the Lord, would you clap your hands one more time? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. Let's have a little church here this morning. What do you say? Many of our frustrations and our interactions with God, the frustrations of those interactions and what we perceive to be unanswered prayers come from us trying to persuade God into carrying out our demands. This is, this is what we need. This is, God, we need you to work. And this is how we need you to work, Lord. We need you to get involved, and this is how you want to do it. Imagine God coming to Moses and saying, you're going into the land of Egypt and you're going to bring my people out of bondage. And Moses going, okay, good. Now, here's how we're going to do this. <laughs> but that's kind of how our prayers go a lot of times. And we get frustrated because it doesn't happen when we think it should happen. And it doesn't happen the way that we think it should happen. And so Moses knew a little bit better than to do that. And he was intimidated. And I, I know you've heard some of this before, but don't, don't let it get old to you. I need to put this in here as a foundation. But he said, who, who do I tell him sent me when I go into the land of Egypt? He said, tell him I am that I am. Now, that has, that has been preached far and wide and backwards and forwards and up and down, and I'm not here to give a, an earth-shattering revelation on that. But to emphasize the fact that we must understand the power of the name of God. There is, there is no name like the name of God. And there is nothing that carries authority with it like the name of God. There's nothing like it. I am. That is the expression. Y-H-W-H. -H, the I am. And it literally, it literally means I will be what I will be. I will be what I will be. Now, that's not an ambiguous phrase to get us confused or to lock up our thinking and say, well, we'll just move on from there. But really, what he was saying is that my nature will become evident by my actions. Who do I tell them sent me? Tell them I am the God that will be what you need me to be. I am that I am. And, and it's not just my nature. God wasn't just revealing his nature, but he was saying my nature is going to be revealed by, by our action or by my actions. Now, we, we have this impression of God that he is just, he's just up there with his arms folded and 
he just kind of, you know, I'm waiting on somebody to beg me hard enough and try to manipulate me. And if they scream loud enough and if they wait long enough or if they fast long enough, if they can quote enough scriptures, then maybe one day I will act upon their behalf just about the time they give up. That We perceive God as this God that is not really interested in action. We've got to put a stronghold on him, a stranglehold on him, and just say, God, I need you. I got God. I'm, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. How many of you have ever said that in prayer? I'm begging you, Lord God, to do this. And that because we have this impression of God that, that we have to do something drastic to get him to move. Now, I believe that God moves according to our worship. I believe that. And I believe that, that he moves in the midst of demonstration. If we get demonstrative, he will demonstrate. I, I believe all of that stuff. And I'm, I'm not here to refute that. But I will tell you that God is more anxious about moving than we are about him moving. We kind of we put him on the shelf a little bit. And we just kind of put him aside a little bit until we get in a situation that we cannot handle. And then, and then we get desperate and we start trying to get God to move. When if we had been praising him all along like we should have been praising him. If we've been dancing all along like we should have been dancing when we, when we need something from the Lord. Amen. I'm not, I'm not here to change anything that, that we believe here. But I believe that the high praises of God ought to be upon our lips every day. All throughout the day. The Lord is, now the Lord is very serious about his name. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord. That word Lord there is Yehovah, where we get the English word Jehovah. He said, thou shalt not take the name of Yehovah or Jehovah thy God in vain. Speak it on purpose. Don't just spit it out for no reason. Don't, certainly don't do it in a fit of anger or a fit of rage like people in the world use it to curse other people. Make sure that when you get ready to speak the name of the Lord that, that you're doing it intentionally, that you're going to do it on purpose because when you do, the actions of God are going to be responsive to that. And he said, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. In Leviticus 22 and 2, speak unto Aaron and to his sons that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel and that they profess not my holy name in those things uh, which they hallow unto me. I'm sorry, that they profane not my holy name in those things which they hallow unto me. I am the Lord. I am Jehovah, and my name is holy. In Leviticus chapter 22 and verse 32, he said, Neither shall you profane, profane my holy name, but I will be hallowed among the children of Israel. I am the Lord which hallow you. That word hallow means to set apart or to be holy or to show oneself holy, to be treated as holy, to consecrate, to treat as holy, to dedicate to be made holy, to declare holy or consecrated, to behave 
or to act holy or to dedicate oneself. And so being in the presence of God, there is a hallowed presence here. There is a holy presence here. There is a setting apart unto God. God is setting us apart unto himself. Now, he's not setting us apart just for ownership's sake, but he is setting us apart so that he may act upon, uh, that he may act in a way that is different than the way that he acts to people in the world. He will, he will act in a way to those that he dedicates differently than those that are not dedicated, those that are unholy, those that are unclean, and those that are not consecrated unto him. You believe that? Say amen. Yes. And so he is hallowing. His name is hallowed. When you speak the name of Jesus, you are bringing the holiness of God into a circumstance or a situation or a room or an environment. In Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 58, the Bible said, If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God. Then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues, and of long continuance, and sore sicknesses, and of long continuances. That's what happens when you don't make his fearful name glorious, the Lord thy God, or the I am that I am, or I will be what I will be. When you don't hallow that name, these are the things that come upon you. Moreover, he will bring upon thee the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also, every sickness and every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. And you shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou wouldst not, would not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And so what we understand here is that what we receive by speaking and having an understanding of the revelation of the name of God, he reverses that when we begin to take it in vain or when we do not hallow or glorify his fearful name. There is something powerful that takes place when the name of God is expressed and when it is declared and when it is pronounced over a person's life. It brings healing it brings life, it brings restoration, it brings resurrection, it brings wholeness, everything that God has to offer. When you speak the name, it releases the actions of God. And so what he was saying to Moses when you go in there, you tell them that I am the God that is about to act upon my people on, on behalf of my people, and I am going to reveal my power to the Egyptians, I am going to prove to them that I am the Lord thy God. And I'm going to prove to my people. Stay with me. We're headed somewhere this morning. I'm going to prove to my people that I have all power, that I am sovereign, and that there is none like you. When you speak the name of Jesus, it releases the proof of God. 
and it releases the miraculous power of God. You're not going to speak the the name of God and not get some reaction from God. And so I just want to tell somebody here this morning that God is about to prove himself all over again in somebody's life here today. He's going to prove it. The name of the Lord is going to be exalted in this place. And somebody's going to get a revelation here today that God is about to be in my life what I need him to be and that he is not some inanimate object up there that I have to try to control or manipulate. But when I speak the name of God, it releases the actions of God. Somebody praise him right now, would you? Yeah, come on, praise him right now. I want you to stay with me. Now in 1 Kings chapter 8 and verse 41, it said, Moreover, concerning a stranger, that's someone that's not of Israel, that's someone that's not of the, the covenant of circumcision, that is not of my people Israel, but cometh out of a far country for thy name's sake. For they shall hear of this thy great name and of thy strong hand and of thy stretched out arm. You, you get the actions of God and you get the power of God moving in a place, in a church, among a family, in a community, in a city. People that have never known God are going to hear about what's happening as a result of the name of God. And they're going to hear about the strong hand of God and the stretched out arm of God. And they're going to get up from where they are and come to where it's happening. If you want to start a revival, begin to speak the name of God intentionally over every situation and demons have to flee and the actions of God are released and God begins to prove himself that he is the Lord not only to the people of God but to the Egyptians. Now he, he said when he shall come and pray toward this house, Hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place and do according to all that the stranger calleth to thee for that all people of the earth may know thy name to fear thee as do thy people Israel and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by thy name. This is not a social club here this morning. This is not a Baptist church, a Pentecostal church, a Catholic church. It's not a Presbyterian church. We don't, we're not here to abide under some religious label. We are here to abide under the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run in and they are safe. He said in First Chronicles let it even be established that thy name may be magnified forever, saying, The Lord, that is Jehovah of hosts, that is Jehovah of hosts, is the God of Israel, even a God of Israel. And let the house of David, thy servant, be established before thee. We are established by the name of the Lord God Almighty. I'm thankful that he is the Father. I'm thankful that he is the Son. I'm thankful that he is the Holy Spirit 
but I'm thankful that I know what the name is this morning. Amen. In Psalms chapter 8 and verse 1, the Bible said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all of the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Just hang with me. We're going somewhere. In Psalms 34, O magnify, O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. If you will elevate his name, he will demonstrate his power. In 1 Chronicles chapter 7, we know this. If my people, which are called by my name... He said, if you'll humble yourselves and do all these things, uh, he said, the people that are called by my name have access to the actions of God uh, and the power of God. And it doesn't matter if you're bound up in Egyptian slavery, if Pharaoh is the king, it matters not who is sitting on the throne uh, because I am getting ready to reveal my name in all the earth. Uh, It doesn't matter what plague has hit the world. Uh, It doesn't matter what catastrophe happens around us Uh, we're not intimidated by climate change Uh, we're not worried about new laws and agendas Uh, we are not fearful of the spirit of antichrist uh, because the name of the Lord uh, is about to be revealed uh, in the earth Uh, and when the name is revealed uh, his actions are released Uh, I'm here to tell you this morning uh, that God uh, is about to release uh, his power in the earth and prove that he is God oh somebody ought to praise him right now everything that is made is of him everything that's made there's nothing made that is not of him it didn't there's nothing that exists that did not come out of him The iron came out of him. The silver came out of him. The gold came out of him. The water came out of him. The land came out of him. The oxygen came out of him. Everything comes from God. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions, if you think the devil has power over you, you don't understand our God. He has power over everything that is visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things and by him all things consist. By him all things consist. Everything. The rotation of the earth. The gravity in the earth. The lack of gravity outside of the earth. It's all by the hand of God. It's upheld by the power of his hand and his outstretched arm. All you have to do is understand the power of the name that he has given you access to. He is the I am. He is the I will be what I will be. When you're sick, I will be your physician. When you are depressed, I will be the joy of the Lord that gives you strength. When you're afraid, I 
I will be your comforter. Come on, I've come to preach to somebody today uh, that God is about to reveal himself to you uh, in a measure you've never seen it before. He is about to prove himself. Now, this be, be is short for become. I will be, I will become what I will become. He was not just talking about this moment with the Egyptians. He was not just talking about being the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He was not just talking about being the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud in the wilderness. He was not talking about being the rock that the water would come out of or the staff in Moses' hand or the manna that fell from heaven. He was not talking about being the Ark of the Covenant or the golden candlestick or the oil in the candlestick or the wick on the candlestick. He was not just talking about being the altar and the sacrifice and the high priest at the same time. He wasn't just talking about all of that, but he was looking for a day when he would come and robe himself in flesh and become the I am walking among the people of God when they ask him who he was Jesus said before Abraham was I am I am the I am that went in to the Egypt to the Egyptians and proved myself what I want to preach to you here this morning is God in his actions will prove to you. I know we got to have faith to release him. But God said, when I bring my people out of Egypt, the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. And when I get you out of the wilderness, you shall know that I am the Lord because I am about to do things in your life that you have never dreamed of I'll take the waters and roll them back I will bring water out of a rock I'm telling you right now God is about to prove himself to you he's about to prove himself to you you get to a place where you're wondering what in the world are we going to do God's saying Walk into your situation and tell the enemy, I am that I am sent me here. I'm not coming by my own authority. You tried to get me to fight this battle on my own, but I'm not fighting by myself. I am that I am sent me here. And devil, you're about to be reminded all over again that I am the Lord. You think that God can't bring your backslid kids back to the house of God? Pray it in the name of the I am. You think that God can't heal your body? Pray it in the name of Jesus. You think that God can't bring revival to our world pray it in the name of Jesus you come at me with sword and shield but I come to you in the name of the Lord oh somebody praise him right now come on somebody praise him right now Hallelujah. Come on, I got more to preach, but I don't have to. Moses went into Egypt 
with the rod of God, but we're coming with the rod of Jesse. His name is Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm prophesying to somebody here this morning. God is about to show up in your life and he's about to prove himself and you're going to know that he is God. You're going to know that he's not let you down. You're going to know that he's a way maker. You're going to know that he's a peace speaker. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, with your hands lifted. With your hands lifted. I dare you to declare it right now. I dare you to speak to your sickness. I dare you to speak to your bondage. I dare you to speak to your addiction right now and say, I am that I am has sent me. God is about to prove himself. He's about to do a miracle in your life. I don't care how bleak it looks. I don't care where you are. God is about to show up. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you're about to pick yourself up and you're about to walk into your bondage. You're about to walk into impossibility and say, I'm here in the name of the Lord. I've been sent on assignment to, to break every stronghold. Come on, open your mouth and let it out. Open your mouth and let it out. Hallelujah. I need some singers. Come on, open your mouth and declare the name of the Lord. Declare it now in the name of Jesus. Speak it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Come on, I feel victory coming in this place right now. I feel hope coming in this place. I feel deliverance in this place right now. Somebody's about to get a miracle. Somebody's going to walk out of this place delivered in your mind. In the name of Jesus, I command every chain to be broken. I command every fetter to be broken. In the name of the Lord God, we declare it. We declare it. We speak the name of Jesus right now. I command every sickness to be healed in Jesus' name in Jesus name come on lift your voice and pray lift your voice and pray 